film and television, merely entertainment, right? No. There's so much more to film and television that changes our perspectives. And as a result, we can have different, either realistic expectations or non-realistic expectations about what life is really like. Whether it be horror that helps us develop a habit of turning every light on in the house, or a comedy that helps us relieve tension in the saddest times of our life. I want to go in the Wayback Machine and find out exactly what movie helped shape you. I'm Oma Shadi, and welcome to the Between the Bannisters podcast. Hey kids, welcome, welcome, welcome. Oma Shadi with Between the Bannisters. Listen, I wanted to do this podcast for our Christmas episode with a bunch of folks. <laughs> it didn't end up materializing because I forget stuff and I'm really bad at organizing. But I wanted to hop on with my friend Chris Carnicelli, who is one third of the Kryptonaut podcast crew. And if you don't know what Kryptonaut podcast is, it is a cryptozoology uh, podcast run by my friends Chris Carnicelli. Mark Stores and Rob Morphy. They've recently won the Best Cryptid Podcast from Paranormality Mag uh, this year. So I'm super, super proud of them. And this was just me and Chris kind of farting around <laughs> talking about Die Hard. Chris and I used to have a podcast back in the day that was all about mixed media. But needless to say, it's always a good time getting together with him. He's been one of my best friends for a really long time. And um, I just really love his viewpoint on this. So stick around and have fun. Hi, kids. Momo Shadi. Chris. Uh, <laughs> can you hang on I a minute? Forget. Jesus Christ. You do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know your intro. I forget that. Settle you know down. Intro. All right. Take two. Welcome to uh, the Christmas edition of the Between the Bannisters podcast. I'm very excited to be joined by, uh, go ahead. Please tell the kids now. I'm Chris. <laughs> Carnicelli. Christmas. Christmas Carnicelli. Again. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome, thanks. Welcome. Welcome, Welcome thanks. thanks. It's like, you know, when people like, if you're somewhere, people say, thank you. You know, what do you do? That's something. Yes, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> have a good day. Thanks. 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 Set during Christmas time. We I had a, a conversation at the pod about this because for a while it was like you know it's a Christmas movie and people were like mm, what is it? So we were just talking about it. Whether we thought well, let's fucking talk about it. Let's talk about like Gremlins. The comparison with Gremlins because it's the same thing. They're like, both Christmas season movies. Yes, they are Christmas. season They just don't movies. have anything with to do with Christ. Christmas. Yeah, that's not right. Christ. Right, but need, well, yeah. need to do Hallmark movies and it's supposed to be Christmas movies, right? Jenny came home from Arkansas <laughs> to the big city with a flannel or whatever. No, it's the reverse. Falls in love with a shopkeeper that lives there. She's the big city girl. Then she goes to the Arkansas. To, to Arkansas. She goes and back then, home. She, then she finds the guy with the flannel. Yep, the guy with the flannel. Or the city's about to be like bought by some giant conglomerate. Of course, yeah. And only this couple in love can save it with yeah. zero hour. <laughs> My know-how in your corn farming will save the city. Parade. <laughs> Ticker tape. And scene. 
Yeah. That's pretty much it. So what was the conversation with the pug about? What was what were you saying about Die well, Hard? Well, no, it was, it was like the, the definition of really how what you want to say in the Christmas movie and why it is a Christmas movie. Okay. So, so that's the thing is like, yeah, it just it's an action movie that falls in Christmas time. Yes. And, and so is Gremlins. In California, which you can't really tell. It's Christmas time and there's a fucking tree in the scene. Yeah. <laughs> right. Go. But let's talk about it. So when you first, well, how old were you when you first saw Die Hard? Dang. I actually didn't see it. I, I didn't see it at the movies. Yeah. Sure. Cable TV. Yeah, it was either cable or, I don't know if we had HBO at that point. But, um, so yeah, whatever it came out, maybe a year after it came out. It came out in the early 90s, right? Le- 88. Oh, wait, dang. All right, a couple years. It was just a weeks. That. Yeah, I'm just like 15. <laughs> Yeah. Just a weens. Yeah. Oh, Chris. I was yeah. I was a weens. <laughs> I was a, a freshman in '88. A frosh. So what did you think about it when you first saw it? I fucking loved it. I loved okay. Every second of it. Every, every single second. second. Yeah. So take me through what when the intro, like when we first pick up. What is your first initial um, impression of John McClane? I mean, like I, my, we watched Moonlighting a lot, so I like yeah, for sure. Him. Anyway, so like I'm just I'm, you're watching it, going, okay, this guy's just an extension of, of him. Of, of this. What's his name in Moonlight? David. David. Uh, <laughs> Correct us if we're wrong. Yeah, the notes. I have no idea. <laughs> I barely remember anything about that show, but someone by night. <laughs> I was like, I know you're gonna have to finish that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was the background. Okay. Background ambiance. But yeah, so John McClane. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean they they put him as this guy like immediately. Like yeah. immediately he's flying, you're just like, oh fuck a butt. <laughs> do this. You're like, yeah, I get it, dude. <laughs> just grumbling yeah. and curmudge. Like it's not that bad, but it's always just like ah, party. <laughs> Everything shit. is like yeah. <laughs> not living that cowabunga lifestyle. It's just Yeah, but he gets he gets into the cowabunga lifestyle pretty Oh, quick. for sharks. Yeah. So when we get there who is the Oh my god, I always forget his fucking name. What is his name? The limo driver. Argyle. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean I feel bad like he's just tra- like the whole time he's just in the car. Just in the car. Or whatever, right? <laughs> he gets like one good scene though. We'll talk about it later, but where he gets to get out of the car and do something actiony. Yeah, that's it. But yeah, fucking Argyle, yeah. But so we we come upon John and we understand that he the limo driver is getting most of the information out of him. So like, what he's all about, like what's going on with your yeah, wife, yeah, that's set up. Yeah, super invasive. Which I would be like Uber these days, be like, shut the fuck off. Like, none yeah. of this is your business. So he finally gets to the famous what? Oh, the Nakatomi Tower. Nakatomi Tower. Nakatomi fucking tower. <laughs> <laughs> Three times I said it. So go ahead and explain. Like what what did you love about what happens next? Obviously we have a strained relationship with uh was it Bonnie Bedelia? Yeah, is that her name? Yeah. yeah. They are getting a divorce. Yeah. Right at that mm-hmm. point. Yeah. But he's going to this party because I guess it's it's because it's her it's her Something's happening for her, right? They're celebrating her party. But it's the first year that the company is like a company, right? Like they're aren't they introducing remember. themselves to the world? Like the tower is opening and it's Oh yeah, that might be I like, it's like the, the minutiae of the yeah, party. Yeah. But it's you know, something's going on, but they're obviously very strained. He's out there visiting his kids. 
she took the fuck off, and now she's here. And then the shit breaks loose yeah. very quickly in the movie. Yeah, they introduce, do they introduce even anybody? They introduce maybe her, and there's a little, just some stuff of some characters that you're going to see. Oh, the guy with the freaking coke problem. Yeah, the suck-up the the suck up guy. The He's like, <laughs> Hans. Bubby. 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 That's great. Because they bust him doing coke on the desk, mm. right? He's like, oh. Well, yeah, uh, nothing happened here. I was eating a cookie. So. But... Yeah, yeah, they just introduce a couple people, like the head of the company there, and he goes up to his room to change, right, for the party? Yeah. And that's He's when... about to shit, shower, and shave, and... Yes. That's when the shit goes downhill. Yeah. yeah. Then, like, vans pull up or whatever, and it's one of those, right, and then they just start, they just... Right. Kind of pop Because it, it, like, it closes, they close the rest of the hotel for the party right the party's on the 30th floor something like that yeah he goes up and the guy's telling them well the party's on the 30th floor blah blah so is the guy that tells them that the party's on the 30th floor part of the gang i don't remember no he's not because they end up spoilers <laughs> they end up killing that dude in the front oh yeah okay so what about this movie when you when you first started getting into it was what did you think was happening or what were you ready for because at that point now we're getting into the nitty-gritty Well, band. because it became, it was late 80s, so it didn't have a complete 80s feel, right? It wasn't, even just something from four or five years before, it was really 80s. Yeah. And I think Stallone-ish. <laughs> or La Cobra. <laughs> fucking. Right, so it's, but it, it had the vibe, but it was a little bit more focused. And then it, it did interesting stuff. You're in a building. The whole thing is in. Yeah, it's very contained. And it just kind of moves around. They're doing things, and that was that was different. So that was cool. Yeah. Like immediately off the bat, like, hey, is this fucking <laughs> like what? Yeah. Who are they doing? Like, there's all kinds <laughs> sneaking around constantly in tunnels. Her and... face is like, I don't know where to start. <laughs> no, it's it's hard. It's hard to I don't know. Like he doesn't know what's going on. Hans Gruber, greatest fucking villain ever. I know. About this probably extensively, but uh. He comes in with his peeps, and they're, spoiler alert, trying to get to the vault. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't know what's going on. I think he hears gunfire. Yes. Right? Yeah. And then, then he fucking sneaks out. I think he's just fucking spying, and he fucking realizes. Shoeless. Yeah. Yeah, through the whole fucking movie. Literally, he had a good 30 seconds to put on his shoes. Like, he could have put on some he fucking shoes. Yeah. Chose not to. Because yeah. he was doing the, uh, the, the toe fists. Oh yeah, he he got. What was the advice? Who did the advice? The guy told him that if you are. I can't remember who gave him the advice. The guy on the plane. Oh, it was. Yeah, he's like, make this with your toes. Make this with yeah, your toes. Yeah, yeah. Laugh. And then he did it. He's like, son of a bitch. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> son of a bitch, fish with toes. But that's what he did. That's why he didn't have any shoes on. And then he starts to kind of like sneak out, whatever. And he's the only one that kind of gets out there, crowding everybody else in like the big great room. Yeah, or whatever the fuck. Yep. Um, and he gets out. He sneaks out, and he's trying to figure out like literally what the fuck is going yeah. on. Yeah. So is that when they take the the president? Yeah, right? the president. Yeah, they I take him so. away. Yeah, so put him in another room. That they put him in the room where like uh the plans are for the other projects. Yeah, I think so. So this is where I kind of lost myself here in the movie, and I continuously do. Is does he know something about what's happening, or is he like caught off guard? The president, 
Like, was he expecting them, or has he been trying to thwart them, or do they just fucking show up? I feel like they just showed up. My my mind wants to tell me that he didn't think that it, a threat was going to ever happen. <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah. yeah. I feel like if you haven't seen Die Hard by now, <laughs> probably shouldn't listen to it. Yeah. But, go ahead. So, spoiler alert, there's going to be spoilers. <laughs> 11 minutes in. Uh, <laughs> spoiler alert, there's going to be spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't get the idea. He, it's because it's not like he introduced himself and, and he was like, oh, like he didn't have any little sentence that made it seem like he knew that was yeah. some sort of weird competing thing. Like, you know, Shondo sent me. Like, oh. <laughs> right? Shondo. <laughs> there's no, there's oh. no weird bit of that. So, it just seems like it was. Yeah, for sure. So what is it about Hans that you really, really like? When you well, said he's one of the greatest villains. I guess it's not just Hans. It's it's Alan Rickman. This <laughs> is fucking phenomenal. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess that's more of a clarification. It's just, it's how he played that. Mm-hmm. It, it is over the top. And if you watch it, I still love the movie. But when you watch, I mean, he's so Alan Rickman-y. <laughs> I mean, there's times where, like he says one <laughs> sentence and it takes five minutes. Yes, definitely does. Is there, you will go... <laughs> Over to the corner and then I'm like, bruh, get a movie. <laughs> no, but, Stephen King novel, speed it up. Yeah. Cut the shit. But that's the recommend. That's he like he made there is no other Yeah. Yeah. There is no other groups. But I do like when they finally well, because you have him you've got all these like, you know, his cohorts and everything, and then when the when the blood starts kicking around, when he starts like fucking up shop. Mm-hmm. And like pegging them off, John McClane that is starts um, pegging them off. I feel like that's when we're introduced to. <laughs> I keep trying to not call him Carl Winslow. I call him Carl all the fucking time. <laughs> I will never not call him fucking Carl. Okay, listen. I'm gonna cyber really quickly about this because I tried to match the timeline and I really wanted to make it work. That Alice actually is Carl Winslow. Me too. That's my. That was my theory. Because I was well. like, wouldn't it? You know, him and his wife were having their first baby. He is I, a cop in the show. He's right? a cop in the show. Yeah. So that was my theory. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. And then <laughs> he has Eddie and Laura and uh, some young girl that literally is never seen seen again. She's seen in like maybe three episodes out of like eight seasons of Family Matters. Yeah. They just fucking forget about her. Like, she just doesn't exist. That happened back then. They just ignored it. And people, they just, people were saying, hoping okay, people would forget. You're yeah. an interesting character. You're not an interesting character. Right. But I was just like, what if this was just a whole completely different timeline? And he was like, his wife was pregnant with like Eddie or like Laura. Yeah. Or like the one that, the one that shall not be named. Like, yeah. Laura, right. I don't know what her fucking name is. I think it's Janie or something. I don't know. I, I don't even remember. I couldn't tell but... you. But I was like, I have to be able to make this work. So I was like, okay, Die Hard came out in 88, and then I went and looked up Family Matters, and the first airing of the show was 1989. Yeah. I was like, God damn it! Like, why couldn't it be, like, some kind of... It could still be the same universe. <laughs> like, just because one happened before, it doesn't matter. Like, All right, fine. Thank you. The, the, the very first episode of Family Matters isn't, like, the first day of Carl Winslow and his job as a cop. That's what I'm saying! So he could easily been, that could that could be him. Al Carl. Except that wasn't that wasn't his name. I don't think his name was Ale in the yeah, movie, and die, right? Yeah, and Die Hard. He's Carl Winslow. Yeah, witness protection. <gasps> we could have a whole other conversation about this. Anyway, he's introduced to Al. That is true. I who's, still think he's the same cop part goes like ass backwards. <laughs> and yeah, oh yeah, 
Yeah, what the fuck was that about? Because he's like they they don't think anything's happening. First of all, the nine one one operators really fucking screwed pooch on this one, and they are like nothing's happening. Like you have to leave this line free, sir. For emergency. I I still he's like they're not gonna today. I still quote that fucking line. Yeah, he's like uh. She says something about emergency. She's like, this is supposed to be used for emergencies or whatever. And he's like, no fucking shit, lady. It's not like I'm ordering a pizza. <laughs> I, I, I Chris, do you think about that once a week? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good at Chris's MO. Oh my God, I think about that like once a week. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. That's a great fucking line. That's after like he's I'm ordering maybe a, pizza? a few people. <laughs> he gets to like the... He gets to a floor that's in construction, but like he, he's able to make a phone call to the bathroom or something. Yeah. To nine one one, and he's like, "Oh, the fuck, terrorists or some shit." So like, Carl comes first. <laughs> Carl. And he's like looking, and he sees like the, the he's way up in the building, so you can see him come, coming down. Then they turn turn around. It's like, "Oh fuck," because I think uh, Gruber hacked it, or the 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 tech guy. Yes. I think it's like narrow. This was just you know nothing happened. Yeah. Five. So. And then Carl. <laughs> Alan, <laughs> he comes, finally comes around, and then the guy that he killed, he throws onto the police car. Yeah. Al flips out and does everything in reverse. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they start talking. I can't remember how the hell, how the hell they got. He cuts into the line, right? Cuts into the CB radio, right? I don't know how they did that though. I don't remember, but it's important. But they yeah. Then they have like they have like the, <laughs> uh, like a heart to heart in the bathroom. Yeah. Cause, oh right. wait, that's later. That's a little, maybe a little bit later. That's after he shoots the glass. Yeah, he's picking the thing out of his yeah. glass out of his pee. I think he's fucking dying. Um, but there's one uh of one of his henchmen that is <laughs> the ex husband of Shelley Long from the Money Pit, and I cannot stop thinking about it. The blonde guy, the long guy with the long blonde hair. Oh really? I didn't yeah, remember. he's Shelley Long's ex husband oh, from the Money oh, Pit, and I'm like, I can't take you seriously. You're Max from the Money Pit. <laughs> I can't. He was like, I like to have sex. Like, oh that's my god. Big line in the Money Pit. Yeah. <laughs> money Pit. That's another great movie. That's got some good stuff in it. It's got some great stuff. So now we are in this movie. Like, what makes you say, "Oh, it's just great"? This is everything about it is just great. So we've gone through John and we've gone through Hans. What about the action or even the story going forward makes it a great? Well, because the, the fact that they were enclosed in the building made them have to invent ways for him to kill these people all the time. Yeah. So there was all these inventive, weird ways. The booby like traps. Like, to do it. Like, yeah. I mean, sometimes you shoot people and just throw them out of the thing. Yeah, otherwise there's just crazy... Whatever room they happened to be in, they had to find a way to do a fight scene. Mm-hmm. And for them, like, him to win. Yeah. And so, look, yeah, as a 15-year-old... 14 year old boy. I'm just like, guns killing, action swearing. <laughs> guns killing, killing action. action. There is that one, uh, when they are, there's one boob in there. Just it one. was a boob, wasn't it? Yeah, because they were trying to get the woman into the room, the office, and she was fighting back. Oh, and they the ripped her was? shirt. Oh. Yeah, it was boob. I don't know why I don't remember boob. It was an ab boob. A boob? <laughs> but yeah. The, the, the so like it's just the whole journey of the movie. You're just like yeah, yeah. Because I don't like when yeah. there's parts where it's like you know in the end they're gonna win, but there's also eleven minutes of them getting their ass beat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like oh come on, <laughs> just get to the winning.
name. Uh, I can't stand that in action movies. I really oh, can't. Yeah. I don't I mean, know about I, I don't know about you, but I can't. It depends. You talk. You mean the you talk about the hero? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he does. I mean, he gets nasty. A lot. He's just a cop, like in the movie. We probably didn't say that, but he's just like a New York City cop or something. Mm-hmm. He, that gets involved in this, and yeah, I mean, shit happens to but him. He's but, super fucking smart, but he's like up against like twelve terrorists, <laughs> which is probably not his right. usual thing. So, but but it's not like it's not super super. It's not unbelievable. Where like I don't remember him ever falling like fifty feet and being okay. Like they do movies now, it's just like <laughs> you can just like fall through nine roofs. And just then you're up. You know what I mean? It's things like, yeah, you know, like he had to step on glass and then he had to fucking take care of it, right? So that's a little more realistic, at least. Oh my god, like the fugitive fall and then everybody's fine. <laughs> that's, that's, prop, that might be the fucking seminal moment of when things get weird in movies. Like, he's just like, uh, Hoover Dam, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. Roll. Yeah. Quick roll. Army roll off your fucking. Your book. So, yeah, so there is an element, and it definitely it, it bridges between scenes that are a little more realistic and still 80s cheese a little bit. Yeah. We do have 80s cheese. That's what I'm saying. The cheese is great. But, I mean, like I said, the fact that there's things in there that are like, oh, yeah, that would happen if that happened. Like, right. they don't just ignore, like, he could have just walked around the glass and have been fine. And that would have not surprised me for an 80s like, right. action movie. Yeah, he's just fine. Or he would have found a way to do some sort of weird fucking stilts or some sort of fucking thing. I don't know. But no, he just fucking had to deal with it. And then he had to deal with it after. I'm like, oh, yeah. That makes yeah, sense. a little bit of realism. But I do like the, when you were talking earlier about the heart-to-heart that he has with, with Carl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to not call him Carl Winslow from this point forward. I, it's just I never stop. sorry. Yeah. But I like that, and I like the fact that, um, as usually happens in police procedural movies or shows, the you know the cop with the least authority knows what's most going on. Sure. And then the lieutenant does fuck all. And yeah. <laughs> fucks everything up in the end. Yeah. Which he did. Yeah. And a lot of people it's, kill. It's a little, it's a little tropey, but it. It's... But it works. Yeah. It works for this. Yeah. Is there any part of the movie that happened thus far? That you wish they did a different way. <laughs> I've never been jailed. I wish we were on video right now. <laughs> like, hey, you're thinking, face. I've never, this is a challenge question. I can't really, I can't think of any. No. I've never, I've never had a, a moment where in that movie I'm like, oh, we just did this a little bit better. I just feel like for, for what it is and the, the mood of it, and the, mm-hmm. I just feel like it's, what else would you do? What else would you do? You could try to make it more serious, but then it's like, then it wouldn't be as fun, and I think it would be stupid if they tried. Yeah. Like, it has to be the way it is. I did not think he was going to make it towards the end when I first oh, saw really? it. Oh, really? Yeah. That might be one of them. One of them. Yeah. I did not think he was going to make it. I thought they were, like, when they get, when everything's, like, flooding and stuff. Yeah. And he's, like, almost drowning in the pool. And I was like, you got, this is going to end where it's, like, he's not going to make it out. But he does. Yeah. Does kisses the wife and then mm. bad guy stands up. This is another trope. Oh, it's always a good trope. He's not dead. And then what happens? You tell me. No, I'm never in you. What's <laughs> that, bro? I don't what happened? I'm trying to get my mind in the. I'm trying to get my mind while. in the zone. So yeah. we do have a conversation with Al about how that heart to heart where he hasn't shot a gun since. 
Yeah. Because uh, he shot at a kid. Or he something. shot a kid, yeah. I think, yeah. And uh, now he's like, you know, just beat capping. Yeah. Doing whatever the hell. And he's the one that ends up saving the day. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, he yeah. saves the day. What is your favorite scene of Die Hard? It's got a lot of good one liners. Like I said, the, the 911 call where. The pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking great. Jalen pizza. I know. It's, it's so funny. It's great. The Hans Bubby is fucking a classic. Hans. Bubby is Bubby. fucking great. How do you go in there and not know you're going to get shot? Because it's all coked up. Never mind. Answer my own question. I mean, they were, I mean, to be, they I were not. Coked up and yes, they were confident too. They had guns. They were doing things, but they didn't just start shooting people. So they weren't like overtly, like they had a mission, mm-hmm. right? And they weren't like they're just like we just need some information. But I feel like no one was sad that they dragged his ass out of the office dead. Yeah, everybody no, kind of no. looked at him like, hey. Yeah. Well, I mean, first Sweet it was. Relief. It was the the pre- the president. I think was first. Mm-hmm. He was he got it first, and then they brought in Hans Bobby. I can't remember his fucking name. <laughs> Hans Bobby. I'll look it up. I should have looked it up before. Hans Bobby. Because they because they were I he actually asked, asked to see them. Yeah. Because he's like, no, I'm gonna do, look out. Because he yeah he knew he had, he thought he had some kind of fucking special. He's like I'm a guy, man. He's like where's the vault? And then he's like uh, Hans Bobby. Bobby. Shot. What the hell was his name? Yeah, I don't remember. Ellis. Oh, that's not familiar. Alice. Yeah. Yep. But also, I definitely forgot that, uh, that, uh, what the hell is his name? The newscaster. Trying to make a spectacle out of everything. Yeah, I don't remember this, that. Because he was trying like, to. I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember, like. Like, he was trying to get the. Oh, he did it. The, uh, the news on the air that shit was going down and knocked Tony. Nobody gave a shit. Oh, all right. Because then they had that guy over that was talking about Stockholm Syndrome. Remember that they had the guy in the news <laughs> talking vaguely. about Stockholm. Syndrome. See the little things like that that I didn't. My mind were like, this isn't super important. So I... <laughs> it was such a weird, yeah, like trajectory of like, I know you're trying to give this newscaster a backstory, and he's gonna probably end up doing something important way later. Yeah, but none of this matters. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably why I just my mind was like, nah, nah, get back to get back, back to the fucking get tower. Back to the fucking tower, which is completely destroyed. By the end of the movie. Well, yeah. I mean... Completely destroyed. I think it's... Yeah, it's getting fucked up. I mean, it didn't, like, clash. Yeah, it was quizzically. I was like, like, I couldn't actually remember. I'm like... Yes? (laughs) I couldn't actually remember what the fuck happened. They blew the vault. They blew the vault. Blew the freaking uh, tank with the two guys in it. Blew the whole front door off. He set the, the bomb down the elevator. Yeah, remember that. And then, like, a bunch of freaking windows. Okay, yeah. Blew out. But yeah, oh, right. So it's fucked off, but it's like, it didn't, like, I don't remember. Like, it, it didn't, didn't fall, fall or anything. Yeah, yeah, that's what right. I'm like, I don't remember. I it did not being... say collapse, Chris. No, but. It's fucked up. When you say completely <laughs> fucked up, that's why I'm like, I think it's still standing at the end. Like, it's not synonymous with Yeah, no, it got, j- it got jacked up. It did. So I feel like a little. How you gotta feel a little responsible. <laughs> for what you've done here. I feel like they would definitely try to charge him for some damages. Like the the well I see I, I would want to see the aftermath. I want to see Die Hard 1.5 where he gets a lawsuit from Nakatomi Incorporated. It's like, <laughs> like what are you doing? Die Hard 1.5. <laughs> Fuck you doing. How do you feel about the subsequent movies? 
Two was okay. I, I mean, but but it had a, definitely had a weird vibe. I've it, never seen past one. <laughs> Here we go. Wow, who are you? Look at that face. Who am I? You, Did you just ask me who I am? Yes. Who are you? Did not see any other what, Die Hard. Chris, when that came out, I literally, what would I, why would I see it? Why wouldn't you see it? I was probably about 11 years old. <laughs> I only saw it Excuse because me. we were at my friend's house and their dad was watching it. It was the first time I've ever seen it. Okay. So I, I'm not going to be like, I'm going to choose out of all the other yeah. movies to watch Die Hard 2. What Three, is, what would you? What did four. you? So what came out when Die Hard Two came out? They're like, oh, I'll just see this over. Uh, I don't know. Let's over. check it out. Mm. Let's go to the. Let's go to the Google. Actually, three, it's worth a Google. Three. I don't even fucking remember. So get, who are you? Jeez. Who was in three? I'm not telling you. <laughs> was that the one with uh? What's Why are you asking me? I'm never <laughs> right. seen it. Yeah, but you've probably <laughs> seen trailers. I could not tell you. Uh. Is that the one running around the city with with what's his face? With Hans Gruber's brother, that do you do you know that like his fucking brother? No. Fucking. No, all I do know that Colomini's in it for some reason. I'm uh, already on board because I see Bonnie Curtis Hall, so I might have to watch it. I mean, two is definitely not as good one. But it's I saw it open story. up and there was like snow, and it was like he was in some abandoned something or other in the snow, like in the beginning. I don't remember. But... And I was like, I'm not interested. It ends up, it's at an airport. If I remember correctly, it's an airport and his wife is stuck on a plane because she can't land because they've taken over the airport. Oh my God. People just find misery. Hey, I guess guess what his connect, connection is, who he's talking to in the airport. It's, it's, not, it's, not, an, it's not another black guy. <laughs> like they had to like make it, like, hey, we got a black cop. Now we gotta make the blue black. That's where it is. You know what I mean? So, I see. <laughs> like he can only be helped out by black like, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which I'm totally on board for. But also No, but when you watch it, you're like You don't want to fall into magical Negro territory where he's changing that's, lives. That's, it's always like the black guy got sucked into a thing and he's gotta be friends with John McClain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I can't breathe. Die Hard Three was in nineteen ninety five. Five years after the second one. Yeah. Which is Die Hard with a Vengeance. This one is oh, called. Oh, yeah. He's got a Vengeance. Oh, and Samuel L. Jackson. That's right. Oh, I got, I was going to say, oh, I couldn't think of his, I thought it was Sam fucking, for some reason I almost said Jamie Foxx, but I was like, there's another black guy that gets sucked in. He's just a random guy that gets sucked into this. Oh, my God. <laughs> is this a, I've never realized. Yes. This pattern. Hang on. Whoa. Uh, no, If yeah. I go to Die Hard 4 and I click on cast, I swear to fucking God. No, I think that's the one with, with Justin Long, maybe? That might be oh, no. One. There's Argyle's back. Oh, Argyle. Okay. And so is Reginald, Reginald Bell Johnson, is Sergeant Al Powell. So he's, yeah. What was four then? I don't remember four. And Theo. It is, this one is about, oh my God, the cast is enormous. Why? <laughs> Why? Say. Why is that? Yeah, but yeah, three, he just gets sucked into this terrorist like, plot in the city and Sam Jackson. Die Hard 4, that. Die Hard 2, Live Free, Die Hard. Is that what this one is? Yes. Oh, Live oh Free, Die Hard. Okay. Okay. 
This one has Maggie Q in it, though, so she is the bad guy. Okay. All right. Oh, no, I'm thinking one of them has um, fucking Outlaw Billy. What's his fucking name? Just Justified Guy. That must be fine. Oh, uh, Timothy Oliphant? Yeah, he was a bad He's guy. A sweet potato. That's that's the one I think with, with Justin Long in it. That might be five. No, ju- that's four. Live free, die oh. hard. Oh, that is four. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then a good day to die hard. Right. Is that the same one with his daughter? His daughter is in one. That must be four. As a well. good day to die hard. <laughs> I just feel like enough already. <laughs> and then the last one is just McLean. McLean, I haven't seen that one. McLean. But anyway, so yeah, yeah, it became it came it became a thing. Like after two, you're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good day to die hard. And I guess this next one coming out is just Colin McLean. McLean, huh? Well, you gotta end it somewhere. <sighs> but I feel like you know what? This was it was kind of formative for me because I had never I'd seen it when I was a kid. It was probably like I said about eleven or twelve, and I just watched it again for my own free will with my child who was yeah. my age. Yeah. And he fucking loved it. Like, yeah. nuts. But what do you feel like, because there's so many other sequels to this movie, and I always ask this of all, like, the, the people that I talk to for the pod. Like, so what do you feel like this Ooh. movie was trying to say? I don't know if there is always an allegory, though. Like. Oh, I know. So, like, I, it's, I'm not looking for any of that in any of those movies. Okay. Usually a. If a writer wants to put it in there, they'll find a way to do it. But there, I feel like there's not a theme. Yeah, it's just him. It's it's always just, now, now he did it once. Now he's had to keep fucking up people that are doing fucked up stuff. Yeah, that's the deal. That's it. <laughs> like the second one, I I don't think they were connected to the the Gruber people at all. But the third one was Hans Gruber's like brother. Yeah. So they had to find a way to keep going with the fucking the Groupathon. Yeah, somehow it's always him though. There's some sort of terrorist something. It's like He's somehow some connected somehow. I do like his fall though. Yeah, which is interesting because it's such a stupid like movie fact is that they were going to let him go on three and they let him go on two. Yeah, and that's why he's like all surprised because he wasn't ready to fall yeah. yet. Yeah, so his expression. He's just like. Isn't yeah. like, oh, I'm gonna die. It was like, it was waiting for. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's great. Yeah, yeah, fucking great. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Die hard. Christmas. Yeah. Well, see, now you have, to, you have to watch two and three. And, and now that you know what you know about Oh, I'm I know. Like, I'm gonna be why like, is. <laughs> so now do I have to? Do I have to watch? You have to at least. You know what's great about two is. Why aren't we talking about Action Jackson? <laughs> Holy shit. Did we? No, I watched it on my own. I think I was telling you how fucked up it is. It's really fucked up. Like, way more fucked up than I ever thought it was. Like, I thought it was an action adventure thing, but it's fucking weird as fuck. Like, it's really weird. There's some shit in there, like, you need to fucking see that. I remember you telling me a few lines, and I was like, ah, are you sure? It's like, my mind must have just pretended those things didn't happen. Because to me, it was just an, like another 80s action movie, Carl Weathers. But like, the, some of the dialogue was like, uh, What are you saying? And then there's the, the missing <laughs> movie that I, I don't know if anyone's seen that he was in called Hurricane Smith. Action. Yeah. Jackson. Yeah. Then Hurricane Smith. Yes, I shit you not. I was like, there's no way. It was a movie. I'm pretty sure it was called Hurricane Smith. What was it about? I, I've never seen it. 
I don't even remember it until I saw it. I'm like, are there's gonna, no fucking way he made a movie called Action Jackson. Are we going to find it? And I'm, watch it? Yeah. <laughs> I, Maybe it's a fucking weird sequel that no one knows about. Well, you better get on the ball, Chris, and find it for us. I'm going <laughs> to. I can find shit. I'll fucking find soon it. soon as you get done with it. I want you to scoot right over to your desk. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I did search for it once, maybe found it, but they might, it might be lost in the ages. I don't know. Hurricane oh. Smith, Hurricane Johnson? <laughs> oh, and I'm, I'm questioning my... It's Hurricane something, but I'm like, you can't be serious. What if you made it all up? No, I, I did not make it up. <laughs> but I feel like it would have been cool. Like, they they were trying to do, like, a like a Fred Williamson thing or something. You know, just have him yeah. just play these fucking... Weird characters all and, the time. And, and, yeah, and similar titles. But, like, just have him kind of be a different person in that. So weird. <laughs> Obviously, it didn't work out. <laughs> I don't remember that being a movie. Oh, anywho. Exciting. Christmas. Yeah. Thanks for having on. Yeah. Die hard. It is. It's still It's still great. For me, at least. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I still love it. No, but because it, it, was, it came in a time where, like, those movies... Had a little bit more finesse, like Lethal Weapon. Mm, mm-hmm. So you're just like, okay, this is not the standard, like, like I said, Stallone, you know, and just one-liners and bad. Like these had like legit, like there's drama moments and funny moments and like, yeah, it, was, it wasn't just like <laughs> one-liners a one-liners and bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you leave Stallone alone. No, I love Stallone movies, but I'm just saying okay, there was yeah. a they. Those movies did a thing for a while, and then yeah. they started getting a and little bit a little, a little sleeker, a little bit more like, do we actually give a shit? <laughs> Isn't just like watching Bang Bang, right? You like, right. give a shit, like just character development, and... There's some arcs, and... Better writing, and... Yeah. Huh, I like it. I'm, I'm glad we finally watched it, and I'm glad that my, that my youngest is, like, really liked it. He has not asked to watch more, because now he's incredibly involved in The Matrix right now. He does not want to talk about anything oh, else other than... Has he watched... The, we have to watch the third one? one, and then we're going to watch the, the, the new, new one. one. Yeah. Is the new one out to rent, or is it just movies? It's going to be out on Christmas in theaters. Just theaters? Yes. All right. Oh, wait, HBO. And HBO? Oh, box office, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, Christmas! You Christmas! Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Why am I clapping? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Hey, I was a <laughs> Die Hard and watch it. And... <laughs> yeah, watch Die Hard on Christmas with your family. Enjoy it. Chris is not going to watch it. He's going to watch something else. What do you plan on watching on Christmas? Wh- whatever's around. <laughs> whatever's around. I don't. Gen- me and Rob used to watch Santa Claus, just called Santa Claus, and it was a, it's a Mexican movie, and it's fucking batshit, and it's amazing. Well, if you like find that. it, you get to watch it. Okay. He's constantly fucking the devil, but it's the classic, like, red jumpsuit devil, and he's just like, Aaron Santa. And so- <laughs> And he fucking the North Pole is actually in the sky on a cloud next to heaven, which is on an adjoining cloud. Mm. In his workshop, Merlin works at his workshop well, with works. a big fucking telescope. His, <laughs> his sleigh's pulled by four robotic reindeer, and he's got this big magic Naturally. fucking key that he just zaps to get into fucking homes. It's fucking phenomenal. Okay. I'm on board. You heard it here, folks. Yes. As you, as you probably find it for free on all You had it here. All right. Maybe I won't find it. Maybe I won't. <laughs> Goodbye. Right. Everybody, see you next time for we'll talk about something. So, yeah, thanks for joining us, and we will see you next. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye.